0: Social media and phone lines, we understand, have been closed down in Zimbabwe. This as a national shutdown enters a second day. Uh, Three people have died after police allegedly used live ammunition, while scores more have been injured. 200 others, we understand, have been arrested. Now, the protest has been sparked by a sharp rise in the price of petrol, which in rand terms amounts to 43 rand per litre. And Zimbabweans took to the streets yesterday Day demanding that President Emerson Mnangagwa, who is currently out of the country, leave office So for the latest, we join on the line now by our correspondent in Zimbabwe, Efed Musekiwa Effort great to speak to you again, really pleased that we could establish contact with you So let's start there, um, uh, phone lines, uh, social media and the cuts we understand are happening there Just how dire is that situation?
1: It's, it's terrible. It's been very difficult to get information out. Uh, as you rightfully said, the Internet has been blocked. There is no social media. You can't uh, access uh, or you can't send information on WhatsApp. You can't send information on Twitter. You can't send information on Facebook. They've literally blocked on all platforms, We're really, are uh, battling to get information across or just to communicate with the outside world. Except for voice calls, and even the voice calls... <clears throat> They are congested that most of the time it's very difficult to get through to someone who's standing literally next to you if you try to call them you can't even reach them they've literally blocked all communication and uh, really we understand that uh uh, the military now has moved into the high density where they're they are doing a door-to-door crackdown on some of the protesters that they've identified and picking them up and arresting them uh here in town we've seen military helicopters just flying um, uh, uh, flying up, about you know i don't know what what is the because of them flying around we've also seen a lot of uh police presence a lot of military presence on the uh on the streets of Harare.
0: so if it when i spoke to you this morning uh we spoke about around 200 uh, people that had been arrested at that stage uh is there any indication as to how that number has grown
1: Uh, Currently, there is no indication. Uh, Remember, the the last communication or the last official communication we had was as of last night. Up to now, the officials haven't released the actual current figures, Uh, but what what I can now confirm is that we've actually uh, just spoken to the MEC National Spokesperson, Jacob Mafume. You know, we do also understand that uh, their headquarters was special bombed last night, and they're saying that... uh, uh, they are calling on SADC to intervene. They say that uh, the same intervention that uh, SADC is trying to do for the DRC should apply to Zimbabwe as well. They shouldn't be the double standards of application of standards. So really, uh, it's only the MDC up to now that has spoken. To us, everyone else has still remained uh, silent. Uh, we are also waiting. We've been to the um, office of the vice president, but they are locked in meetings. So we still haven't received any official communication from the government as of
0: now. President Mnangagwa, we know he's out of the country, but uh, from his office, has there been any communication whatsoever?
1: Like I've just just, uh, highlighted to you, we've actually been to the office uh, just to see if we could speak to someone or if we could get some form of confirmation or some official word. But we we are told that they are in uh, critical meetings, they are locked up in meetings, so they can't speak to us right now. They'll only be able to comment once they've concluded with their meetings. So, really, there hasn't been any word from the office of either the vice president or the president uh, uh, up to now.
0: If it, do we know at this point uh, the death toll from these protests and also the number of injured and uh, how they are faring at this time?
1: Okay, uh, the number of, uh, remember the last count that uh, that we had was of three deaths. But as we speak right now, the opposition, MBC, um, uh, has claimed that the number is actually higher than that, and there are chances that the, the numbers would actually escalate or would actually be higher than what we witnessed uh, on the first of August. Yeah, But uh, they didn't give us a specific number of how many they've officially uh, reported to have uh, died. So really, the numbers at this present moment, it's very difficult to get information because... We are in central Arara right now. It's deserted. There is no one on the streets. There is no information that is filtering through. Uh, without Internet, without uh, phone communication, it's very difficult to get hold of people and uh, ascertain, uh, you know, or, or clarify some of these uh, claims and uh, reports that we would have seen. So, really, it's very difficult at the moment. I, I wish I could shed more light, but it's very very difficult.
0: And I think we, we we really do appreciate the effort that is going into these updates uh, effort. Uh, and you are in Harare currently and if it's so difficult where you are at one can only imagine um how difficult it is to get news from other parts of the country but have you heard anything at all?
1: Uh the last uh information that I received I try I called a colleague journalist in in Blower. and he had said to me that they had, uh, he had also received reports of of skirmishes uh, again in Blower today, but he had not yet. Uh, Reached the site to confirm uh, of the reports, uh, but really it's mostly concentrated in Arare and Loire. And as I speak right now, the, uh, the reports that we are also hearing uh, in uh, Highfield and KwaZana where they say that police have actually thrown tear gas and have uh, uh, I mean soldiers are also dispersing people if they find people gathered or people that are just moving on the street are to, uh, told to disperse. It's happening in KwaZana, but when we did, uh, uh, you know. Uh, go to that high-density area, you can't find anyone. You can't find police vehicles on the streets. where they just come in and disperse people and they move to the next level. So it's very difficult to really check and to get actual uh, factual information uh, uh, at this point.
0: And just a final question from those uh, sporadic reports that we have been receiving. Uh, one of them uh, was an allegation of soldiers in plain clothes. Have you heard anything about that?
1: Well, the, the soldiers in plain clothes, yes, we've had allegations of that. But I can tell you that uh, at the other house when we, you know, the MDC uh, headquarters, when we spoke to, to the people that uh, claim to have witnessed uh, what transpired, they say that uh, they suspect they, they, these were soldiers because they came in, very, in brand new pickup trucks uh, and mud uh, and uh, white plain pickup trucks. And they suspect that the way that they conducted their whole attack and everything was systematic. So it could only have been trained uh, personnel, people like soldiers that knew what exactly they wanted to do and how they wanted to do it. But uh, uh, to really have seen them, if it is—it's it's like a guerrilla warfare. They—they they just move in, do what they do, then they disappear. So to actually get to get them in action is very difficult. And now also without. Social media, you know, at times some of these things are also captured on social media. Without social media, it's very difficult to actually uh, confirm or actually to get uh, uh, pictures or videos of these people in action.
0: And a final, final one, the availability of fuel that has sparked uh, these protests. Uh, what is that situation like, Effett? Um,
1: it's very, nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed is that uh, pe- people that had their vehicles and cars in fuel queues have moved them away in uh, fearing that uh, they might be vandalized or they might be, you know, uh, they might be protest and the cars might get damaged. So you, if you move to the fuel queues or fuel safe, uh, safe stations, there they are no vehicles because apparently now they have moved the vehicles to safe places. Uh, the fuel stations themselves are actually closed they are no attendants. i think most of them are, are fearing retribution they are fearing that uh people might become violent and come and bend burn, burn down because we also did receive, uh, receive reports that there was a, a station where uh a mob uh actually approached and wanted to burn it down so really the, the fuel situation has not improved actually uh I think it's, it's actually still the, uh, the same as it was because there hasn't been any deliveries. There hasn't been any service stations that are actually selling fuel at the present moment.
0: Thank you so much for speaking to us. And do stay safe. That's our uh, reporter in Zimbabwe, Effort Musekiwa.